This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. Thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. We sure hope that you've been with us this week as today we conclude the message on affliction, a subject not generally spoken of. But I trust that if you've been with us, you see that affliction is a necessary ingredient in our lives that we might be made more and more into the image of the Messiah. And during the course of this week, we talked about why affliction and that afflictions are redemptive. We went uh, to Exodus 3-7, Shelley, and we read how affliction caused Israel to turn to the Lord. So we see one of the um, aspects of affliction that is redemptive for us, it causes us to turn to the Lord and to cry out to him. We saw uh, a second quality that it keeps us from going astray. And we read that in Psalm 119, verse 67. And that's big, isn't it, Shelley? It really is. Causing us from going astray. We also saw that another redemptive quality of affliction was it causes us to learn God's statutes. And we read that in Psalm 119, verse 71. And another redemptive quality of affliction is it causes us to keep his word. Psalm 119, 67. And remember, David cried out, before he was afflicted, he went astray. But after the affliction, he kept the word of God. So if you're going through affliction, remember that it's redemptive. We can turn to God. We'll learn to keep his word. It causes us to learn his statutes keeps us from going astray, and it causes us to cry out to God. The fifth quality that we spoke about was we experience God's deliverance because it's a promise that he delivers us from all of our afflictions, which we're going to talk about today. But we saw the deliverance of Israel or God seeing the cry of his people that he came down to deliver them in Exodus 3.8. Another quality of um, going through affliction that is redemptive in our life is 
the word revives us through affliction. And we saw that in Psalm 119, verse 50. And a seventh quality of affliction, as far as it being redemptive, is it shows that we are his witnesses and that he is alive. And, you know, Israel, the call of the nation was to show that God existed. And we saw that in Exodus 3.8 when the Lord came down to deliver the Israelites. And today is um, a day of new beginnings for the church, isn't it, Shelley? You really could say that, Jenny. You're right. And number eight is in Hebrew, a day of new beginnings. And today, as the church, we should be his witnesses or his martyrs. And we read about that in Acts 1.8, where it says that um, you are my witnesses, you are my martyrs, and we are called to begin where we live, to go out to the uttermost parts of the earth. So when we're going through an affliction and we turn to God and allow his life to be what overcomes the affliction in and through our life, we demonstrate that God is alive, Shelley, because um, we're going through afflictions in a different way than the world and we talked about this week, didn't we, Shelley? It really How is true. Jesus warned us that in this world we will have tribu- tribulation, but to be of good cheer because he overcame the world. You know, God dealt with our people in such a significant way, June, that afflictions were common. For example, in Psalm 66, beginning at verse 8, we read these words Bless our God, O peoples, and sound his praise abroad who keeps us in life and does not allow our feet to slip. For thou hast tried us, O God. That trying, being tried by God is affliction. Thou hast refined us as silver is refined. Thou did bring us into the net. Thou did lay an oppressive burden upon our loins. Thou did make men ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. You talk about affliction, June. I don't know what could possibly be more of an affliction than all these things yet. At the end of verse 12 in Psalm 66, we read this, Yet thou did bring us out into a place of abundance. What a picture of the redemptive value of affliction. And I just might add, Junie, we know the end is going to be a terrible tribulation in the world, and especially for our Jewish people. And it says in Zechariah 13, beginning at verse 8, And it will come about in all the land, declares the Lord, that two parts in it will be cut off and perished, speaking about our Jewish people. But the third will be left in it, and I will bring the third part through the fire, refine them as fire is refined, test them as gold is tested. They will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say they are are my people, and they will say the Lord is my God when they go through the fire of refinement, which is affliction, but the end thereof is glory. Bless the Lord. And you know, Shelley, we can go into the future and know the redemptive quality of God by looking at the history of our people. That's right. Because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said in Babylon they would not bow down to the statue, to Baal. And they said, we know 
that our God can deliver us. But even if he doesn't, we will not bow our knee down to Baal. And even those who threw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the fire, which was heated up seven times, they were consumed, they died. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego walked through the fire. And even the chains that were on them were loosed because in the fire with them, there was a fourth person, and that was the Lord himself. And you know, Shelley, it's a sign to us of the future. And we saw, too, through water that our people went through the Red Sea that parted for them. God brought them through. But the Egyptians, they were buried in the water that overtook them. So it's a sign to us of the past that we can trust him in the future, Shelley, when things get rough, that we will not bow our knee to Baal. You know, Junie, when you were reading that, when you were speaking, rather, it made me think of what James says in the uh, epistle of James, chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Junie, in essence, what James is saying is when you go through tribulation, when you go through affliction, approach it and see it as something to be joyous over because the end of the matter is going to bring glory. And we see here, if we can go through the trials and the fires and going through the waters, going through like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, what's the result? Endurance will have its perfect result that you may be perfect and complete, Lacking in nothing. Junie, what an encouragement that is. It really is, Shelley. And we see in Second Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18. Therefore, Paul writes, we do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing yes. for us Some versions say, in us, an eternal weight of glory far beyond any comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And what a lesson, Shelley, for us to remember eternity, remember the Lord, Remember the rewards. Remember right. what the redemptive qualities of affliction is. Junie, it's so powerful. And yet, maybe we could sum up everything, Junie. I know you love this verse. If we look at Psalm 34, verse 19, it says it all. Many, get that word, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Junie, that sums it all up. And I think it's so important to reiterate what we've been saying. How we approach afflictions is is a determinant on how we are walking with the Lord. And you know, Shelley, if we look at verses 20, 21, and 22, we understand that Jesus made a pathway for us. You're talking about Psalm 34, right? Yes. Okay. Verses 20, 21, and 22. You read verse 19. 
how many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Verses 20, 21, and 22 reads, He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate righteousness will be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Yes, Lord. So we see that Jesus was kept by the Father, not a bone was broken. He became our righteousness. And because of his becoming our righteousness, we will not be condemned at the end. He will bear witness. So for every listener, give your heart to Jesus. Live for him. Love him. And don't question affliction, but embrace it and say, teach me, Lord, and find me. Bless the Lord. Well, this being Friday, we want to again identify ourselves with our Jewish kinsmen. And if you know the Shema, please recite it along with us. We are entering into the the Sabbath of God. Right. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Father, we thank Thank you, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that we as believers and our Jewish people, when they go through affliction, they would begin to realize that it's redemptive in value and will bring us closer to the Lord in every way. We pray this in Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.